Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. Part 3, The Nine Gateways of Initiation. Chapter 13, Gateway 8, Sacred Union, beginning on page 336. Grandmother's Basic Four. One day when I was spending a winter in St. Thomas Virgin Islands, on top of an old mountain road inside of Scott Free, I was looking out the window at the ocean, feeling bewildered by so many women complaining about their relationships. Then all of a sudden, my grandmother's spirit came through me and left this message about grandmother's basic four for keeping your man in home. Honey, stop crying. Come here, sit down and dry your tears. Listen, I'm an old woman, been married some 40 old, 40 odd years, and during those years, I have learned some basic lessons on how to keep a man coming home. I'm going to make it plain so once you get your man, be it through beauty, intelligence, strength, purity, or all of the above, and you have wedded, use my wisdom for keeping your husband coming home and away from straying. One, be sure to feed your husband wholesome meals made with your own hands and from your own pots. Two, be mindful to keep looking attractive. Keep yourself well-groomed, especially the feet, because when a woman is losing her man, you can usually tell by the way she treats her feet. Three, do not forget to keep the house clean and in order, either with your hands or a trusted spiritual housekeeper. Four, be loving to your man out of bed and in bed. Give him good Southern or Island or African loving. It's all the same. Good. Furthermore, don't go to bed or fall asleep with bad words between you and your man. Work it out before sleep sets in. But grandmother, I ask, what about me? What about you, honey? In order to truly love a man and keep him loving you, you must love yourself. Child, if I said enough, I am an old woman and I'm going to go and get my rest now. Bless you, honey. I'm going to be all right. Just you never forget grandmother's basic four. When a sacred woman weds. At a women's rights passage workshop a few years ago, I spoke about traditional African ways of healing through marriage. Some problems between a husband and wife were solved in Africa and also how a marriage was formed. I told them how the village or family would arrange a marriage and how there was third party intervention too by elders and family members in both arranging and maintaining the marriage. Afterward, a young man came up and told me how surprised she was to hear that she had instinctively been using these traditional ways in her life. She said, when my husband and I planned to marry, we had a lot of problems to work out. I spoke about my worries to say my cousin. My husband also spoke to one of her, of his concerns. He was able to convey our thoughts. She was able to convey our thoughts, feelings, and worries to each other without strife. She was able to make both of us understand the other's point of view without causing further problems. We were then able to come together in marriage. 
Later on or down the line, my husband and I came to another crossroad. The paths we chose to follow this time could have been destroyed our marriage. At this time, there was another third party intervention. I spoke to a dear elder about my concerns and feelings. She was able to bring those things to my husband's attention in a non-threatening way while I listened in. He relayed to her his thoughts and feelings as well. When all was said and done, I felt closer to my husband than I ever felt before, and I found a way for him to love found a way to love him for his truly divine self. Before the wedding, create a spiritual balance. As we found our balance, our reflections will be healed. You see, there are no bad people. There are only unbalanced beings who no matter how much they search and experiment, find their relationships usually end in fear, frustration, and pain. Balance within a relationship must begin first with personal balance within each partner. Pray daily that you and your mate that you draw to will share the same goals and aspirations that you are both traveling on the same road so that together you will be going in the same direction. Study each other, take your time, and be guided in the spirit. As a woman, become more attuned. Negative interactions, old hurt experiences, and conditions drop from our being. Flee from our souls so new possibilities can unfold. Do some form of water healing, for example. Take a daily salt or herbal bath. If you live near the sea and if the weather permits take a weekly ocean bath also drink a quart of purified water every day using water daily inside and out will bring about balance harmony peace and inner wisdom also fast for 7 to 21 days once you have cleansed you will be in harmony with your mate or your mate to be there are certain foods to avoid that bring discord in the union. Eating meat makes both women and men overly aggressive, sexist, short-tempered, hard to get along with, and in an overall state of imbalance. Meditate on this affirmation. I am a balanced being. Both my male and female selves are functioning in harmony within me. I love and am tapped into my strong, firm, expressive male qualities. I love and I am tapped into my gentle, patient, creative, nurturing female qualities. I will say this daily until I have fully merged the two aspects of me into total harmony. You will know when you have merged the two within and accomplished the ultimate harmony between you because you will have excellent communication, love, and peace with your loved one and all the men in your life. As a woman, you represent heaven, the great mother Newt. Your man represents earth, Jeb. Together, when in harmony, you strive for a divine balance between heaven and earth. The only way to experience this natural supreme state between man and woman is to first heal yourself from deep within. Seven Steps to a Healthy Relationship Once your union is sanctified, follow these seven steps to maintain balance, clarity, and ever-flowing love and understanding. 
Trust in the Most High for guidance in all your relationships. And this way, when it is time, you will be able to give fully the be- and beautifully, like Nefer Autum, the lotus within you, and forgive that you might be forgiven, love that you might be loved, send out compassion that you might receive in return. 1. Purify the mind, body, and spirit. Be a light and example so that your mate and others you know may be inspired to grow. 2. Respect and support the natural diversity in yourself, in your mate, and in your blood and extended family. It's the variety of life that makes a garden beautiful. 3. Think before you speak. Your words can build or destroy. 4. Stay detached. Free your heart of malice, anger, and vengeful ways. Detox your heart so love will flow like a healing balm between you and your mate and others. 5. Remember the lessons you've learned. Strive to use your relationship lessons as a guide towards maintaining a healthy union. 6. Strive to be a source of divine love, nurturing, and compassion. 7. Step onward, pray for strength and divine direction as you both make decisions on transforming and building your lasting relationship. Before the wedding, create a practical maintenance plan. In traditional societies, the husband was a provider for his wife and children. As a result, he received absolute respect from his woman and children. A man built a home for his woman, provided her with jewelry, cloth and or sewing supplies, cows and domestic animals, a source of light, vegetable oil or animal fats, and canoes or whatever was needed for transportation. If he was a farmer, he tilled the land, otherwise he hunted or herded. The woman, on the other hand, forged for wild foods and herbs and fuel for cooking and heating. She prepared and served her husband meals in some cases. She worked the land that he prepared in order to bring the table vegetables, grains, and fruits. In other cases, she tilled as well. She often helped to build the house and keep it clean, and she wove and sewed most of their clothing. The couple lived within a supportive family compound that added in, aided in providing everyone within the family or community what they needed for survival. The family had no choice but to live within their means, unlike today, where we live in a charge card existence that can create debt and anxiety which produces stress in the union. Think about it. However, the two of you plan to handle your finances and family responsibilities in this day and age. The business talk must the business must be taken care of before you say I do. Because be honest, establish open communication and trust that your union can handle truth on this very important issue. This will aid in securing the future of your marriage. Below I suggest several different ways to approach the practical matters of running a home together. Be creative, but make certain you both have a clear idea of what you're going to do and that you both wholeheartedly agree you might even want to write it down, sign it, and date it. You can amend your plan as circumstances change, 
but always communicate clearly with each other and come to a loving agreement. Maintain balance and unity in the home. One way, men take financial care of the home, such as the rent or mortgage and the following, electricity, gas, food, phone bills, attire for family members, medical expenses, insurance, transportation, school expenses, part of the child care. They may or may not share in the cost of vacations and evenings out. Women should take care of keeping the home pure and clean, laundry, preparing natural unprocessed food in the kitchen, healing laboratory, being the husband's personal healer from baths to massages, clay packs, live juices, and herbal tonics, most of the child care. Another way, one pot African concept. Both man and woman put their money into one account or pot and the couple map out a budget that covers all expenses, including vacations, evenings out, gifts, clothing, and so on. They care for each other equally in the kitchen, laboratory, hydrotherapy room, and regeneration chamber, and in caring for their children. Yet another way, sit down and have meetings until you work out your maintenance plan. Be clear, open, and honest with each other, for sooner or later the truth of the matter will come out. If it's later, then be prepared for some misgivings and hurt feelings. Stand up for yourself, but also for the union. It can be worked out if your union is to be. Whatever your maintenance plan is for marriage, it must be established up front so that you can best serve each other in in a balanced, real way. Put your cards on the table, breathe deeply, drink plenty of pure water, and pray. Remember, whatever you decide, work it out before you say I do. Wedding bands. When the moment comes to consecrate your sacred union, let the wedding bands you chose be reflective of you, your reclaiming your ancient and divine high culture. If you are in doubt about which signs and symbols to choose, look to the oldest African source possible, the Nile Valley. The studio of Ptah in New York City provides such wedding bands. The master craftsman, Sen Er Eru Ankh Ra Hem Ha Sema, who designs such rings, is also a comedic high priest. As a Nubian minister who performs wedding ceremonies to invoke the highest and most sacred traditions of the Kamite legacy, Sen Er Sema says, quote, As an African priest, before I consent to perform a cultural ceremony or union, I counsel the couple to cleanse, fast, and purify their body temples. And this way they will create a perfect union. It's my twi. And here ends the reading on page 338.